Welcome to the No Soliciting Podcast with Paul Landwehr, where I will be spotlighting local businesses, entrepreneurs, artists, and events. My goal is to reach out to the most motivating individuals I can find while inspiring others. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, Stacy. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. All right. Well, first of all, I want to thank you so much for coming on the No Soliciting Podcast. My pleasure. Um, and we're here today to talk about boxes of love for the homeless. That's right. Okay, so you know, let's just right out of the gate. How did this journey begin for you? Uh, it was accidental, okay. and it was not—it uh, was not born of things that I'm most proud of. Um, I took my son, who's 15, he has autism, and I take him to the Y to go swimming. And as it became uh, darker earlier, I decided I would park up on Elm Street as opposed to being down the garage. And um, there were a lot of homeless people around, and I was afraid of them. I would lock my son in the car and, and my purse and just take my credit card out and do the park to pay and avert eye contact. And, um, it, you know, I just really felt kind of crappy about it. And, um, and so eventually I started to put together just a, a very small bag. Uh, I know your audience can't see this, but it's got a bottle of water, granola bar, and a couple of hand warmers in it. And I felt like, well, at least I'm doing something. At least I'm engaging in some way. Mm-hmm. Oops. Um, and what, what ended up happening was I, I brought this um, to a man who was cuddled in a corner with a sleeping bag, physically shaking. I could see him shivering. Yep. And I said, excuse me, sir, could you use what's in this bag and he said he, he pulled aside his sleeping bag so I could see his eyes and we, we locked eyes yeah. and all of a sudden he wasn't a homeless person he it's was a person, a person. Yeah. and um, something physically changed in me at that point I can't really explain it to you Paul okay. um, it was it was but it was a big shift and I felt like I needed to do more and what I felt most compelled to do was to make a human connection okay so I decided I was gonna build 20 boxes um, and I was going to hand them out, and I did that. My friend Steve went with me as my chaperone. Like, I wanted to be safe yep. because I was still afraid, uh, still really ignorant about homelessness and where it comes from and, um, and what it looks like and how many different forms it takes mm-hmm. um, and how difficult it is to get out of. So I built 20 boxes, and um, I started to hand them out, and immediately people started sharing with other homeless people what was in their boxes. Okay. So we handed out six or seven right to a, just a group of people, right yep. near where I took my son. Yep. And then we walked down to the shelter and one guy brought us down there and he stepped out of the way and he didn't want to steal my glory, like our yeah. glory at doing this, which I thought was amazing. And then he came back to me in tears and he tried to give me back his box. And he said, you know, there's so many people who need this. He's like, you know, I, I, I feel like you should find somebody else for it. And I said, you know, if you think that this belongs to somebody else, I gave it to you and it's yours to give. Yep. And um, then he just broke down crying and I hugged him and um, you know we had this moment and I decided to give him a second box and um, for him to give to somebody. Okay. And, um, Great idea. I, uh, yeah. You know, it was just what, you know, this whole thing has been sort of spirit-led for us, you yep. know. Um, and I uh, decided, you know, at the last minute I gave my friend Steve the last box who was gonna give it to a homeless person. Um, it turned out that he wasn't able to find him, and the reason was that that homeless person had become deceased over the winter. Okay. I don't know how many people uh, lose their life to the cold. Uh, there's no real documentation of that. Okay. Um, but this gentleman did, and so my friend Steve still had the box, and I thought, why don't I just take a picture of it and post it on my Facebook account and see what happens? And uh, Bernadette Trafton, who's 
been my friend since junior high school. Saw it, picked it up, started doing her thing, which is media and you know posting all over the place. And I put together an Amazon wish list. And before we knew it, we had donations coming in. You wow. know, fifty to a hundred dollars worth of stuff. You know, a piece, it just took off like within a couple of hours yeah. of posting it. And um, I'm a triple A personality. She uh, she jokes about that. We're very different. She's laid back and amazing. Um, but you know, we had to kind of find our groove. Yep. And um, and so I, you know, she said to me, "You want me to put together a Facebook page?" And I thought, probably a good idea. So that in between, you know. Um, my personal posts, the, mm-hmm. you know, this would become a dedicated Facebook page, but I didn't want to let go of it. And okay. finally I said, okay, you know, yeah, do it. And she did an amazing Pull job. Pull the trigger, let's oh go. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She, she is amazing. She does yeah. all the videos. Um, I saw does, them. They're really good with the yeah. music and everything. No, yeah. it, it's captivating it's, for it's, sure. It's a powerful, she found a way to, to um, create a message. And then this kind of blew up to more than just the personal connection of me giving you a gift. Yep. And, and that's why it's boxes of love for the homeless. It's supposed to be a gift. Yep. Um, the homeless are supplied some things in different places. You know, they can go get a hot meal at Harmony Home, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday from 1 to 3. Is that right here in Manchester? Yep. Harmony Home. Harmony okay. Home. There's also the 1269. They serve lunch every day. A lot of these are uh, faith-based organizations. And okay. They seem to do the most of the real groundwork that I, at least so far that I've been exposed to. Okay. A lot of learning yet to go. We started yeah. this just before Thanksgiving. So oh, this, this is, is this is really new. This is really wow, new and it's okay. become really big really fast. So yep. um, it started with me building the 20 boxes yep. and then um, Bernadette taking over and all of a sudden we were like I was building at night in my tables and then we started to build box building events. Yeah. Um, but I think more than that, it, I think what's important to, um, we can talk about the boxes, but I think what's important to understand about homelessness is that um, the population that comprises a homelessness, in my mind, when I first started this, it was the homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, my son, I told you, he's 15 and he has autism. Um, 80% of these kids are unemployable. That means they lived on a maxed out income $750 a month. Wow. So where can and I didn't you, know that. I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah, where can you yeah. live for that? No. Right? Yeah, so if no you don't way. have family or your yeah. parents are deceased, what becomes of you? Yeah. I don't know how many times in your life, Paul, that you know, you've been one paycheck away from not making the rent or not making the car payment or whatever it is, but most people have experienced that. Yeah. And there's an interview recently uh, with a guy named Alan who said, you know, people walk by us like we're spit on the sidewalk and he's like, You're so many were one paycheck away from sitting right next to us here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like what you were saying, I mean, creating the human aspect, you know, bridging that gap between, you know, just, okay, there's this guy. I mean, a lot of people may quickly judge and they may say, go get a job, right? Right. They don't know what anyone's been through. They don't know anyone's story. And um, that's kind of why we're sitting here right now. That's why you're trying to get the message out that, I mean, there could be something from, you know, maybe a mental disorder. I mean, there could be a heartbreak that happens. When I grew up, um, I remember my mom pointing out somebody. Um, he was a dance teacher, and he lost his uh, wife and daughter due to a car accident. Tragic. And this guy had it all together, and my mom pointed to him, and um, and she said, well, this is what happened to him. And, you know, the poor the poor man just, I mean, how, how are you going to continue? And there is a human aspect that I think that is, that's a, there's a disconnect from people who are succeeding to those who are really not. Right, yeah. and of course there's the veteran population yeah. who suffer from PTSD. Some of them have social anxiety disorders, which makes them 
uh, very difficult to employ or even interview. And it's, again, same thing with the disabled. And I don't want to minimize the addiction piece. Yeah. But, I, you know, I have a beautiful home and I enjoy a glass of wine at night. You know, and there's, oh, yeah. the, it, it, there's a difference. But if you see somebody just trying to get through literally just get through the night if, yeah if i was homeless i'd be drinking as much as 100%, i could 100 percent. you know 100 yeah if there were substances that would make my life easy yeah i didn't care whether i woke up or not i'd use them those have know? to be some long days i mean you know where, where there's really you know there's nothing to do you know i mean who's i mean how are you going to afford any dress shirt or you know how are you going to get the paper for a resume i mean there's all there's a lot that that I mean, I don't even understand the structure to get someone to be successful once you are homeless. So. Right, right. So, and it's a, it becomes a whirlpool. Um, so it, that, that kind of just sucks you under and doesn't yeah. let you back up. Because, you know, if initially, um, when you become homeless, I don't think you just voluntarily move out and, and go hit the tracks with a sleeping bag. No. Normally you're evicted. So if you have an eviction, who's going to rent to you? Even if you do find a job, even yeah. if you do find a dress shirt, even if you do That's get a into great recovery, point. Yeah. Um, if you've got bad credit, who's going to rent to you? You know, yeah. if you have a criminal record, which you can have just for trespassing on the tracks. So where I was doing cleanup today, if you're evicted off the tracks, they can arrest you. You got to show up to court and pay money for a fine, with potentially money you don't have. Yeah. Um, so oftentimes money you don't have. You're trying to trying to stay alive. There was one guy who did an interview with us who said he spent most of his money, he had actually had a pretty good job, mm -hmm. he spent most of his money trying to um, trying to stay warm. You know, how much money do you have to spend at Dunkin' Donuts to sit there all night on yeah. the frigid cold nights? Otherwise, he tried to find a bathroom mm -hmm. to sleep in any place. You know, really, really, really tough stuff. Yeah. Um, and then once you're done, once you do reach recovery, maybe you do find a job. A lot of folks, um, you know, they'll put stuff on it's almost like a Craigslisting where yeah. people who are in sober houses, okay, you've, you've gone through recovery, you've gotten lucky enough to get into a rehab, yeah. um, you get you get sober, and then what? Yeah. After your sober houses are limited time offers. Okay. So maybe you have a couple, of, maybe somebody will give you a couple of years, maybe you've got six months, yeah. then what? You know, yeah. how, how do you get out? Even if you're able to save enough, yeah. how do you get somebody to rent to you? No, it, it, yeah, I mean, you know? it seems like you're kind of, you know, not to sound generic, but you're stuck between a rock and a hard spot, you right. know what I mean? And then we have a shelter in the city that was built for 70 people and houses 130. And if you stay there, you risk bed bugs, lice, yep. Uh, yep. Some, some people have said hepatitis C, okay. there's fecal matter on the bathrooms, you know, um, you can be kicked out of the shelter for not doing your chore. Everybody's given a job really? to do. Okay. So uh, one man delivered trash yeah. and uh, he left before his job which was taking out two bags of trash he said Stacy I deliver you know I, I pick up a thousand bags of trash a day he's like yeah. it's not like I wouldn't put out the trash I wasn't there yeah and they yeah. kicked me out of the shelter for five days Wow now this is the dead of winter yeah so you know, my question is are you are you sentencing someone to life like to the to a death sentence you know um, I never knew that I mean I'm kind of shocked right now I didn't I have you know, I think this is a whole world that I, don't, I, I, I feel like 90, I don't know the numbers, but I feel like 90% of people, maybe even 99, don't know It's too hard. this is happening. Yeah. Paul, I compare, I compare homelessness to cancer, right? We all want to okay. cure cancer, yeah. right? But what kind? Do we want to donate to the Pediatric Cancer Foundation? Do we yeah. want to donate for, you know, breast cancer? Are we going to buy something with a pink ribbon? What, yeah. what are we going to do? First? Yeah. Right? Um, it's a big problem, and yeah. and honestly, I don't have a solution. And we don't claim that boxes of love is a solution. Yeah. 
but we've had really inspiring stories. Mm -hmm. um, I did an interview with a guy named Brandon and his wife Doreen, mm -hmm. and they were living out on the tracks. And um, I did the interview, we gave him a box, you know, it was great. Um, and I left, someone saw the interview, it was actually a friend of mine, and she went and found Brandon and Doreen, and she said, um, you know, I'm a friend of Stacy's, and, and Brandon said, wow, you know, I, yeah, I know Stacy. you know, the box is lovely, yeah, and we saw her yeah. on Facebook. And um, she's like, you know, she was glowing. What is that? Was that God, you know? Yeah. And whether or not that was God, it was God to him. Yeah. You know, he, he yeah. had a connection with his maker. Somebody or bigger than him mm -hmm. cared about what was happening in his life. Yeah. And people got to know Brandon and Doreen, and so for a while they looked after them. They yeah. came and they found them. They knew where they were, mm -hmm. you know? Um, there's just so many, there's so many stories. Um, just, there's a guy who was, um, he literally held the door. He, he's uh, terminal cancer, lung cancer. Okay. He had a big scar on his face um, and did an interview with someone who uh, was working with us. We've got, at this point, a nice group of people who are all volunteer. Yep. Um, and he was kicked out of the shelter for holding the door for someone behind him. Wow. So, you know, these are the situation of 65-year-old Because you're not woman. allowed to let anyone else in without it. It's probably, everything's tracked, right? You want to know exactly who's in there at all times. Is that right. what it was? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. You know, there are people but he who, was holding the door, trying to be nice. Right. Yeah. There's wow. a woman running for mayor who I just went down the tracks, and she had seen a woman um, on the tracks, and she did what she could. She gave her a little money, gave her some water bottles, and yep. she looked like it was a short-term thing. She was literally waiting for her apartment to get ready, and she had children with her. And okay. um, she felt safer on the tracks than she did in the shelter. Wow. And people who are using will shoot up right before they go in and OD in the shelter. Oh my you know? God, yeah, So, yeah, yeah. you know, the shelter, everybody's like, why don't you get help? You know, it's like there are things out there, you know, we're always donating to New Horizons. What, what's going on there? And, yeah. um, you know, and I, I have not been in the shelter personally, but I've, mm -hmm. I know a lot of folks who share their stories with me about the shelter. Okay. Um, I tend to do my work anywhere there's homeless, outside the shelter even, yeah. you know. Um, we do a lot of box building events where everybody comes and gets to be part of it. Okay. I think this would be a nice time for me to let you open the box and yeah, talk about what's sure. inside of we'll it, unless to, you yeah. have any questions. I. Um, no, I mean, no, I'd, I'd love to just jump right into the, because uh, okay. this is my first time. I've, I've, I've carried it so far. It feels heavy. So yes. I've, I can't even begin to think of what's in there. So An orange? Are, I don't know. These are our summer boxes. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to tell you that uh, Boxes for Love is a no-profit okay. organization, not a non-profit. We've decided not to register because even as a non-profit, you still need to do accounting and bookkeeping. You need to pay an attorney. Yeah. Everything we do. So if you go on our Amazon wish list or any place else and you send me, you know, gloves. Yep. Those gloves go directly in the hands of somebody who doesn't have gloves. Okay. You know. All right. Um, we even have. We've just started a, a give back box. So as we distribute these items, mm -hmm. um, if there are items people don't need, they can give it back. We'll recycle the cardboard for them yep. if they don't decide not to do that. Um, why don't you go ahead and open it? This is what's okay. in it for our summer box. So I'm going to uh, explain what I'm seeing here just to begin. It's it's nicely uh, tied and a nice uh, bow. Maybe you might read and, it. Uh, and then it says um, a nice little message here. It says, "You're perfect." and you're, you're wired in, for struggle. You're imperfect. Oh, you're imperfect and you're wired for struggle, but you are worthy of love and belonging. 
Yep, that's a quote Brené by Brown. Brene Brown, yeah. She's a shame researcher, and okay. I actually asked her organization if we could use her quote for our purposes, but everybody is worthy of love and belonging. Yep. Everybody is worthy of human And I think connection. hearing it's one thing, but seeing it like that, I mean, you know, just to see that, I mean, I think that holds a little bit deeper, and they can keep it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then they can see it, which I think is good, a tangible, you know, piece in their hand. Okay, so I'm undoing the ribbon, which is very nicely, neatly tied here. So we're going to open up the... Uh, and for, for people who aren't uh, viewing this, obviously, it is an 8 by 8 by 5 cake it's big. box. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty, very big. It's pretty good size. Okay. All right. Look at this. So it looks like a um, maybe um, a child yeah. did this. Yeah. So during the box building events, also we've got people who are teachers, wow. and they've asked their classes to just, you know... Um, They've, so they've started to talk to the children about yep. the fact that they're doing things for the love for the homeless. They're probably right? psyched about it. Yeah, they probably they, can't wait. Right. So this is a drawing, um, and it says, um, what's, what's the name there? It looks like Alina. Alina. Love Alina, you are special with flowers, um, and the flowers are shaped in hearts. I mean, yep. I mean, literally, you're opening it up, and that's already melting my heart right there. I'm not. Right. We're outside in the public. I may start crying right now. So, <laughs> no, this is really nice. Uh, and then, I mean... Should I just start saying what I'm seeing Absolutely, here? Absolutely, please do. So, okay, Tootsie, we got... Maybe I could maybe I could talk about that little piece. Yeah, okay, um, yeah, here you go. This this little piece is sort of our, our most uh, controversial item. Filled. But this, uh, we wanted this not just to be essential items. We wanted this to be a gift, right? Because yep. how many people living on the street get gifts? Yeah. Now, I want you to know that these are hard candies, but in the winter we get to put chocolates in, and in the summer okay. they will melt. So we switched over to hard candies and gummies and things like that. Yep. But um, what this is, Paul, not only do we have the Brene Brown quote again, okay. um, but we also have the contact information. Beautiful. Because most homeless people do have access to the internet either via the library or they have a phone of their own, most sort of the way of keeping track. And that allows them to That's keep awesome. Brene Brown's quote. You know, mm -hmm. you're imperfect and you're wired for struggle, but you are worthy of love and belonging. But then we also put, um, my girlfriend Margaret made these rocks. We've also had kids make rocks. And the rock says, You are loved. You are loved. And they can carry that with them. Yep. Each baggie has $2 and a $1 scratch ticket. And a couple pieces of candy in the winter, we put lip balms in there. Okay. That's, that's um, a great idea. But again, it's, you know, and there's been some controversy about the scratch tickets, you know, for people who have gambling addictions, you know, okay. are, we, are we feeding that? But, you know, I feel like everything is a, is, um, a commodity in the box anyway. It could yeah. be sold and the dollars certainly could be used to buy more scratch tickets. But I feel like it's an act of dignity, right? I'm okay. trusting you, right? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going and buying you a McDonald's arch card and choosing what you're going to yeah. spend yeah. or what you're going to eat or what you're going to do with it. That's really not up to me. That's No, that's, that's really smart. It's Honestly, a, that's a great way to... It's yeah. about it's about dignity and yeah. respect, right? They can make their own decisions, you know. Exactly. That's, yeah, absolutely. Right? And whatever they choose, yeah. I just hope it brings them comfort. For sure. It's not my job to judge it or whatever the comfort is. Else. Yeah. So um, I won't. I'll try not to interrupt. What's that? No, <laughs> no, no. Please do. No, this I I couldn't explain any better than you. I mean, we got apricots in here. Yep. I mean, it's 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 filled. I mean, this is. I mean, and I'll show pictures too on the on my no soliciting um, podcast site and everything. But I mean, we got band aids here. That's a first aid kit. We just got a added. First aid kit. Yeah, we just added that. Go. And um, uh, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about yeah, what we what do. we put in that. So we put things like Tylenol in it, um, okay. allergy medication, cough drops, band aids, um, alcohol wipes, um, Neosporin like Neosporin type cream, no yep. name brand. Um, 
bug spray wipes, sunscreen. Bug spray wipes, that's a huge one, especially in this, you yep. know, here in New England. And I'd love to be able to add more. Right now I'm only able to give out two because we don't have a full amount, but hopefully people get on, you know, yep. I think people think of homelessness as the most difficult time in the winter, Yeah. but there are year round needs, yeah. you know, I mean, you still need socks in the summer. You're still out on the street. Oh, for sure. Still need food. So. And it still gets really cold. I mean, just randomly, we can have like a 40 degree, 30 degree night, like out of nowhere. You Absolutely. Know? It's, it's in the nice rain. It'll just be like, geez. Yeah. And it'll be hot. It's a, especially now, It's the weather's been crazy. Exactly. Springtime is a mixed bag. You could get, we could still get snow. Okay. So what do we have here? These are uh, Purell hand sanitizing wipes and lotion. Because yep. if you use the alcohol wipes, your hands get, you know, just broken anyway. Again, these are comfort items, mm -hmm. but they're also really helpful. We met yep. one woman who had gotten a severe burn from her um, from her tent. Uh, so you can't have a fire outside, okay. right? Otherwise, yep. the fire department will come and spray it. So mm. homeless people who do tent or squat in that way use propane heaters, and hers exploded. And she was so happy to have those. She's like, I, you know, if I get an infection, yeah. I can't. As a matter of fact. Um, the hospital wouldn't admit her because she was homeless, no address, no ID, wow. none of that stuff. So she was going to wound care where she'd yeah. have to walk with these terrible burns in the back of her leg. Mm -hmm. And um, they said, you need to get into a shelter. And she's like, I can't go into a shelter with body lice. And, you know, it's like, so the nurse brought, bought her a tent. Wow. You know? I mean, and so she was really happy to have those, you know, again. I love I, hearing that. You, you know, know, I mean, that's great. You know, just to take it on your own, just to be like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to get this for you. So, yeah, so if someone is homeless, they don't have any address, nothing like that. Not always. They probably don't know their social security number, right? I mean. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I think there are different levels. Okay. So um, there are people who've lost their IDs, right? Yep. They had it stolen or, you know, they, they sure. had substance abuse and they have to go through right. getting the ID process. Yeah. And, and I've um, lost mine a million times. I mean, you know what I mean? So never mind if you don't even, you know, if you're not living in a home. I mean, it's very common to probably not have your ID. We might have to have a little intervention, Paul, for you. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's for the Next homeless, <laughs> you leave it in your, you know, yeah. you leave it in your tent and, you, yeah. you know, you drink too much, you pass out and somebody steals your stuff. And yeah. I met a girl crying on the street here. She had, you know, someone stole all of her stuff. And it was just, um, it was just a bummer, you know. So, um. I'll let you keep going. Yeah, but. definitely. So, okay, we got a Nutrigrain bar, one of my favorites, blueberry here. Food, yep. So food's always good. Yep. And then uh, I love this right here, the Nature Valley Crunchy uh, Oats and Honey Bar. I mean, all these are like are like healthy, but they're also very tasty too. Um, and now we're getting right into hygiene right here. We got a toothbrush, which who doesn't love a new toothbrush? Yep. Okay, but you can't have a toothbrush without what? Toothpaste. A little bit of toothpaste here, so it. that's awesome. Yep. There we go. Um, and then we got peanuts, more food. We got the sweet and salty mix. I mean, this this is no joke. I mean, there's there's a reason why it was so heavy. And um, here, let me take some of that stuff out of your hand so you can keep doing it. We try to focus on high protein snacks, yep. um, just because there are there are plenty of times you you know you can get a meal at the New Horizons Kitchen. Yeah. You can get a meal, you know, one meal a day mm -hmm. um, at the twelve sixty nine if you're homeless. Okay. And there are other church and mission organizations that will do some, but. Food is a is an issue, you and know. And throughout the day, I mean, you don't always just need a meal. I mean, you need snacks sometimes. You know, right. we all got to. Who doesn't want to snack a little bit? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, okay, and then we got the peanut butter crackers. We got the um, Slim Jim bar. Yeah, it's a big Slim Jim stick. bar though. The yep. beef. That's the beef, beef stick. The beef stick. That's no joke. That's that's, that's a serious beef stick. And then okay, so we got uh, shaving um, tools here. Very yep. cool. For the summer, we decided we to add. This is actually an all-in-one, so it's uh, shave lotion, shampoo, and body wash. And we added a razor because yep. both men and women need it. You know, are you yep. going to go for an interview? Or 
even if you're going to Hannaford to get a job bagging yeah. groceries, you need to clean up. Who, Absolutely. Where are you going to get this stuff? And the same yeah. thing as the first aid kit, you know? No, that's great. Um, here's a really cool tool that um, anybody would need, especially if you're homeless, but even in just anybody. If you're going out to your car, right. if, you're going, if you're walking down Elm Street at night and you just you got a flashlight here, a uh, very right. nice flashlight too. Yep. That's, that's one that's going to last, yeah. Yep, and they the batteries are replaceable in this, so it's not a disposable one, and yep. they take AAAs. Yeah, you can keep so. that forever. Yep, it's, okay. uh, it's tough too. Yep, it's um, never we got two sets of socks here. We got black and white socks, which I mean, that's that's awesome. Yep. You know what I mean? In the winter, those are big, thick ones, but in the yep. summer, we switch to lighter nice ones. Because light um, who's going to wear big, thick winter socks? Plus, when it's really cold, we want to be able to yeah. give people the warmest things possible. For sure. So. And nothing like a new pair of socks. I mean, that's right. as soon as people see that, they're like, oh my god. It, it is, and they're one of the harder things to come by when you're homeless because okay. um, it's just a difficult thing to get. Yeah. And then we got some. Uh, we got some tissues. We got a uh, so okay. This one's interesting here. This is a foil mylar rescue blanket. Yep. So I've never seen one of these. That'll uh, norm in the winter. We hand out two of those for the summer for just the reason you talked about. There are cold nights or wet nights, so they can yep. lay it down. But it will reflect back to them ninety percent of their body heat. Interesting. Okay. So you know it's at nighttime it's, too. Like that's oh yeah, what it does? It's, okay. it's not a solar blanket. It's an emergency blanket. So okay. you know I keep a couple in my car. You know really? just to have. But oh, wow. um, I've never seen these. Yep, I gave gave a couple to my daughter and. Um, but they're they're really good, and I've been told that if you do line a tent with it, it'll reflect the heat back. Yep. Um, and so that's a, another great item. But you know, we're hoping the winter boxes are a little more focused on having someone survive the night and also mm-hmm. feel like they've received a gift. Yeah. And then the human connection, you know, For sure. talking to them, you know, realizing. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, okay, and then um, it's gonna rain, right? So yep. we got the emergency rain poncho right here. Yep. Boom. Keep your stuff dry. Keep yep. you dry. You know. Gotta have that. Now, can we? Can they reuse these? You think? You know, they're not ultra durable, but yeah, yeah. I've reused them. You need them. to, right? You know, it's like it's it's a lot of it is you know. Since we're a no-profit and we're completely um, funded by you know folks like like you and me and mm-hmm. Brenda and just people out of the goodness of their heart, they can't yeah. write this off. They're just doing it out of the goodness of their heart, yeah. right? They want to do something. I think yeah. we all want to do something and For don't sure. know what to do. We just need some direction, yeah, you know. And that's you what know? that's what we're trying to. That's what you're trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. We're trying to put some direction in how we can make the community better, right? That's the whole point. Yeah, without uh, without taking a cut of it. Exactly. You know, we're yeah, yeah. all volunteer, and yeah. we all, everybody who donates, like yeah. said, there's nothing in it for them except for the love, yeah. you know? And, um, and so if you donate, 100% of what you donate goes in the box. Down at the bottom, there's a there's one more. Got a second uh, foil oh, rescue blanket, nope. which is awesome. The blue the blue thing is a, is a cinch sack. So and what's it's this? a backpack. Okay. Oh, um, nice. And, you know, it's, it's a particularly useful item. Not only Ooh. can they put, don't Ooh. worry about it. Um, not only can they put all their stuff in it from the box, and then we can recycle the box for them and not yep. litter. Okay. Um, but it, for things like their wallets and their most important items, um, it's really good to be able to carry that stuff around with you. Yeah. There's a there's a gentleman who sleeps outside because he has too much stuff to bring into the shelter. Okay. You can't bring. He has like a lot of possessions. Yeah. You're saying yeah. So he won't go in the shelter. Yeah, because you know, he wants a, to keep what he has, right? Yeah. Yep. There's a picture of him, um, you know, sitting right out, uh, sleeping outside with snow all around him, and he's tucked up, and his stuff Jeez. is all around him. I've got that on the on yeah. after our photos. I'll what show you. What kind of things you. does he have? Just his personal like possessions, a lot of clothes and clothing, you know, stuff to stay warm. Yep. You know, so if you've got a couple pairs, 
suppose you can do some laundry, right? Yeah, you know, oh, for sure. But if you have a load of laundry, just think about that yeah. by itself. You don't bring that into a shelter. And no. your chances of having your items stolen in a shelter are also pretty, pretty high. high. Okay. So um, he chooses to sleep outside. A lot of folks do. And um, you know, and that's been a tricky thing for the city and the first responders as well. You know, yeah. I want to be respectful to everybody. Yeah. Um, how are we running on time? Am I uh, we're doing great. Okay. Yeah. No, as much time as, as honestly, as much time as you would like. Yeah. Okay. For sure. It's um, you know, one of the things that that happens. Uh, my daughter lives in Manchester. She's a school teacher. Yep. And she works two jobs to keep an apartment. And um, you know. Someone was shot and killed in her parking space. She lives right across from the Bagel Cafe. We're talking about blocks from here. We're on Elm wow. Street right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, this business, uh, the Fudge Factory, I'm not sure. We're at 832 Elm Street, and they've been yeah. kind enough to let us sit out here. And yeah. I love that we're doing this out here because for me, this is where it started. This is where. Uh, the spirit moved my feet. Can um, hear the noises. Can hear the people. Can hear the yeah. door. You know, can you hear the door slam. Yep. Can you hear the you know the alarm shot and people beeping. You know, this is that we are in the streets right now. It's, right. it's it's really cool. Exactly. And it was actually accidental of us to do this, but yeah. Um, but yeah, this is where it all started for you. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, you know, and again, it was fear based and it was helplessness based and it was yeah. shame based. And it's like I, I felt badly for not doing anything. But what yeah. do I do? And who do I donate to? And what are they going to do with what I donate? Um, what I wanted people to have, be able to do and what I wanted to be able to do was to have a direct impact, yeah. right? And not just in stuff, not just here, hand out socks, yeah. grab yeah. them, got coats in the back, grab yeah. them. Um, in the winter, we also hand out thermals. In the summer, I hand out feminine protection items okay. um, that have been donated. There's just people, we do clothing drives, so we yeah. try to stock. Harmony Home has a clothing closet called Mikey's Closet, yeah. and people can go up there and just take what they need. Yeah. You don't have to pay for it. So I'm okay. not donating my items to Goodwill or to the Salvation Army or to Savers, where they're going to resell, resell those it. items yeah. if people don't have money. Yeah. Um, we kind of defeats the purpose a little bit. <laughs> we try to find places with free clothing closets, yeah. and we run drives. We do ask for sleeping bags and old tents if people have them, yeah. blankets, towels. Um, old sheets, you know, people can use those at um, sober houses. So there's so many ways and there are so many people doing good stuff. Um, you know, I mentioned That's a few of hear. them. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of cross pollinate with each other, mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, Robert Murphy is a railroad police officer and he organized a cleanup. So we showed up down there and, yeah. you know, did what we could to volunteer and took some pictures and Bernadette will put together a video for him and yeah. have him use that however he can. We're all just trying to help each other help those who are the most vulnerable yep. in our, I, mean, I can't imagine. We have close to 800 homeless children in Manchester alone. And how many? Close to 800, 800. homeless and children. And the Webster House is, um, isn't that something that fosters homeless children? Um, I don't know a lot about the Webster okay. House. I'm learning too. I know too. my mom there are, does a lot of work with the Webster House. Yeah, and I'd, I'd sure. love to know, you know, yeah. I'd put her in touch with I me. I have to figure that out before I just say it, but I think it has something to do with the homeless yeah. uh, children. Yeah. So you said there's over 800? There's over 800 wow. homeless children, registered homeless, whether they're couch surfing or whether they're yeah. in a tent, you know, it's like, yeah. it depends on the time of year. You That's know? just unreal. It's hard to fathom, right? It's hard right. to believe it. And even talking about all this, you know, it's just like, I, I never want to complain again. You know, I have nothing to complain about, you know, because I think we all get wrapped up in our own goals. And, you know, especially now we're living in the world of uh, social media, right? So you mm -hmm. see a lot of like the Instagram, we try to keep up with who's doing what. Are we traveling enough? Are we doing our goals enough? Are we, you know, and um, but just hearing all this is very humbling. You know what I mean? It's very like, 
it's almost like, oh my God, there's there's a lot more we can do rather than just get, right? Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. And um, you know, and there's a way to do it where, you know, I've worked for a nonprofit before, and I've yeah. seen, you know, I've seen what happens when you grant right, and that the grant has to be spent on certain things. So instead of doing what we were set up to do, we were handing out pencils and T-shirts, and it just yeah. didn't feel right to me. Yeah. And I think that there's a place for responsibly run. And I know a lot of, you know, Harmony Home is a nonprofit. I think there are fabulous nonprofits, but for okay. me, I just Harmony wanted Home. Harmony just Home, the 1269. Yeah. 1269. Um, uh, Liberty House is a place that helps homeless veterans, but it's a very small. You know, yeah. They can only hold, help a handful. I've, I've yeah. met, met a bunch of people. The other thing to say about the shelters is that if you're intoxicated, you may not enter. Okay. And the deadline is 6.30. If you come after 6.30, it doesn't matter Jeez. how cold it is outside. Wow. Um, you know, I've brought up a situation. I'm like, what if I was, you know, met somebody, moved in with them, and it turns out they were, you know, somebody who liked to beat up women. And I ran out of the apartment, you know, and, yeah. and went looking for shelter and went to the only place I knew of. Yeah. And it was 11 o'clock at night. I'm out of luck. That's you know? that's one heck of a scenario right there. That's that's very, you know, it could be real. I mean, it's very real, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. A friend of mine was employed. He rented a room from a guy and he came home from work and uh, his uh, dog was outside tied up. All his stuff was outside. And that night he became homeless. It was so close to Thanksgiving. He didn't feel like he could call his parents and say, I'm homeless. Can I come? Can I come live with you? Right? Yeah. It just wasn't a thing, and he became homeless for a long period of time, and um, it was so traumatic. I asked him initially for an interview, and he said, "You know, Stacy, I just when I actually start to think about those times and what it took to get me out of that." Yeah. Um, you know, and he's successful, and he's. he's That's what I was going to ask too. Like, uh, not to cut you off there, but I, I just don't want to forget that. So there is a success. So there are success stories. There are lots of them. Okay. Uh, one of them is so my people can go from homeless to favorite. getting a job. And yep. Okay. Yeah. I told you I'm, I'm seven weeks post-op um, from back surgery, and that laid me on the ground. And it was important that that happened because I had to step back and let more people into this process. Yeah. But as I was being wheeled into surgery, um, and it turned out to be an emergency surgery, um, I went from the surgeon's consult to the he's like he did a direct admit. Oh and um, got things calmed down for a couple of days. But as I'm being wheeled into surgery, the OR nurse, the surgical nurse came to me and I had saved all the stuff from my hospital room they were gonna yeah. throw away, like the mouth swabs. I'm like, I work with the homeless, please don't throw this away. Okay. And she sat down by my bed. She kneeled down next to me and she said, um, I'm 32 years old now, but in my 20s, I was homeless for a number of years. Wow, right? number of years. Yeah, number oh of years, God. right. So, um, these are people who've had to find their way out of homelessness. It can yeah. be done and people do get help. Yeah. Um, but it's really hard, man. Yeah. That suction that keeps you down. Yeah. Um, and and the way that we, you know, even if somebody donating isn't right for you or you decide to help some other charity, you know what every single one of us can do is look somebody in the eye. Yeah. You know, and if it's a cold night, say, man, I hope you got a place where you can stay warm tonight. Yeah. You know, acknowledge them. Yeah. Acknowledge them. That doesn't cost a dime. It's hard. Yeah. We're all in this together. Exactly. I mean, we're just, I mean, there's different levels or we're all in the, we all have different stories, but it is a collective, right? right? I mean, it's as much as we don't want to see it and, you know, some people don't want to talk to other people because they're not in the same social groups or anything. It's just, we actually are all in yeah. this together. You know, we've just kind of created our own groups, but 
really. I mean, money has separated a lot of us, but at the same time, I mean, we're all, I mean, we all live and die. Right, <laughs> am exactly. I, am I right? And I mean, my God, we all got our quirks. Um, there's so many different, you know, injuries that happen. Like we were talking about mental illness earlier. I mean, this uh, tragedy happens. Um, so, yeah. but it's good to hear that some people can get out of being homeless and be successful. They, and it's, it's they absolutely can, but it is yeah. not easy. And I think we need to have respect and compassion yeah. for that process as opposed to just sort of writing everybody off as air quotes, the homeless, okay. um, as though they just chose this. Yep. Um, you know, one woman who's homeless, her, she lost her daughter, you know, and she was at, at the shelter. There are so many stories, but yeah. you can listen to them. And I, I'd ask people to just, we have a Facebook page um, yep. someday because Bernadette's already on it. We'll have yeah. a website, but, um, you know, I do want to take a moment. I know I'm jumping around here, Paul, That's but fine. I just want to take yeah. a moment to explain. Bernadette chose to get involved in this from early on. And, um, I, you know, I knew I was over my head when those donations started coming in. And I said, we're partners, right? Like, yeah. you, you want to be my partner? You'll be yeah. my partner. And she has been um, not only amazing in her particular talents and, you know, in getting businesses to kind of come in. And we threw a baby shower for a homeless woman yep. um, who had nothing. And okay. she was eight months pregnant. Yep. I met her at a box giveaway. My husband and I were giving away boxes the day yeah, I actually yeah, hurt yeah. my back. It was February 18th. Um, well, I'm right back to work. And she, <laughs> she, um, she jumped in with both feet. I really wish she was here to share this because she always redirects me and says, Stacy, make sure you tell people that the Facebook page isn't just for us yeah. donators. It's also for the homeless population, for them to know okay. that we're not the enemy. Yeah. Because they, they look at this page. Yeah. You know, and they reach out to us on our page through Messenger. And we've, okay. we've come to the aid of people who have needed help. Yeah. So if you're homeless and you're listening to this, which I, and I know that's not necessarily your demographic, but you never know. You know, you never Anybody know what will happen. Honestly, it, yeah. it could Anybody happen to is. any of yeah. us. You know, it yeah. really could. Boxes of Love for the Homeless At, Facebook page. Yeah, right, Facebook right. page. Look us up, message, message us if yeah. you have questions, call Your us. Your response rate's very fast. I mean, yeah. I've reached out and boom, it was fast. And um, actually, I, I posted on the Manchester page happening now page. and as soon as I because I was just you know trying to get my podcast going trying to get you know the uh, Manchester a um, little bit more going on and figure out you know I'm not just stationed just in Manchester but um, I grew up here so yeah. you know I, my heart is here as yep. much as you know I I mean I've been here for I'm going on 33 years so you know it's well, you I, I'd like to enough. Yeah, I'm, like sometimes when I say that, I go, "Whoa!" But um, you know, I'm, I'm also you know stand-up comic, and I you know I perform locally and everything. Um, but you know, it'd be nice to just you know before I leave this earth, I like to give back to the city a little bit somehow. You know what I mean? And um, not always sure how to do it, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think at least giving the voice for people who do is yeah. at least a step. You it know is. what I mean? And um, there was one last thing in here that uh, is very important. Oh too. yeah, the deodorant, deodorant was in the box, and that's like literally. You, you pretty much did like a month's worth of uh, grocery shopping in one bag. I mean, I know it's saying a lot, but it's it's it just shows the quality. It's not just um, it's not just a couple little things here and there. It's really you can tell there's, there's a lot of thought that went into this. Yeah, this is this is beautiful. I mean, this is really um, it's kind of you know not to sound corny, it's breathtaking how much went into this. Thank you. Thank and um, I'm going to be advertising everything. I'd say you know maybe in the future if you'd be interested, we could even do like a, you know another another show. You know, just Absolutely. keep it going. We could do ten of them. I don't care. You know, Absolutely. but um, just kind of keep the word just keep it throwing it out there you know as and yeah. especially as um, the podcast hopefully grows um, then we can get the word out even more that's the whole point yeah. right
yeah. right? And yeah. we do stuff with businesses too. We try to highlight them. So somebody might not be able to donate, you know, a huge amount, but yeah. if they want to buy the 200 pairs of socks we have or 120 bucks or whatever it is yeah. that gets us through a bill, we'll come to their business and Burnett will film it and videotape it. And they can, you know, people, these people are just doing good to do good. Yep. We're all just doing good to do good, you know, at this point. Well, Stacy, I really appreciate this. Um, any last words you'd like to say? You know, I, I think I, I think I covered just about everything. It's hard to shut me up. Oh, Ooh, I do ask uh, on my podcast, I always ask a five-year goal for everybody. Just, I like to kind of surprise them with it. So that way, that way you're not thinking too much about it. What would you love to see in five years with, with this um, project going on here? Well, this is this is Bernadette's baby, but I'll tell you what our, what our goal is, is finding a piece of land Okay. Um, where, you know, to donate, at that point we will need to become a nonprofit. Um, but where people who do not have a home can come and live in a sheltered environment, okay. in a self-sustaining community where they're not going to get evicted, they're not yep. going to get their tents, you know, broken down. And, you know, that's mm -hmm. how, unfortunately, that's how the city will evict the homeless. Um, they don't want them in tents. They don't want okay. them on Elm Street. Um, so, you know, in, in a in our huge dream world, that's that's our dream is to give okay. people a place to be one of those places they can come yep. as a transition into, you know, getting back on their feet. Wow. Um, but for now, really, our goal is, you know, to love on people, you yep. know, to let them know that they're worthy yeah. and um, it, and that we will look them in the eye and mm -hmm. that we do care about them. And, and there are so many people who care. And, yep. You know, I, I appreciate your time, Paul. And Absolutely. I appreciate yours. And honestly, I changed through this. Uh, I hope other people can kind of change through this, you know, and just like you're saying, look them in the eye and give them a little nod, right? Yeah. Give them a little smile. Yep. You know? And we love we love to have volunteers, so. This was great. The more, the more, the merrier. You know, it's just about spreading the love. We all need it, you know, yep. and we all need to feel it. And when you do this, when you're actually handing out the boxes, you feel yeah. it. You know? Yeah, definitely feeling something from it. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're great. making, it, it, you're doing something that matters. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a big thing. So, thank you and so that's much. That's a wrap. Beautiful. Thank you for tuning in to the No Soliciting Podcast with Paul Landwehr. Please tune in on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. Give us a like, give us a review, follow us on Facebook, hashtag No Soliciting Cast. Tune in for the next episode and have a great day, world.